Next. 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 What's next? One hour. The top 10 stories of the week. According to them. El Jefe. And J-Dubs. Next is now. <sighs> Welcome to Next Cast 14. Will one of these headlines be the number one story not gotten to? During the hideout on 106.7 WJFK, astronauts test sex in space? Or, J-Dubs, could it be Gay Condi? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Gay Condi. Or has Morgan Spurlock found Osama bin Laden? The details on these stories world will rank in the top 10 not done on terrestrial radio. It's all next with us, El Jefe and J-Dubs. Nexthideout.com is the website. Next Hideout. Go there, subscribe, obviously, to the WJFK podcast. Drive those numbers. And also, too, uh, just uh, add us. Add everything. You know, be an overall buddy to your good friends, LFA and J-Dubs, here on the Hideout. Or uh, Hideout Next Out, whatever we call it nowadays. J-Dubs, are you ready to get started with number 10? Next. Next. Story number 10. Top 10 reasons why people like top 10 lists. (laughs) That's our top, uh, that's our 10 story. That is the the number 10 10 story. Uh, NBC5 in Dallas, uh, they notice everyone does lists. They like to do lists. I mean, it's it's the rage. It's easy. So a person in the Department of Psychology, a professor, writes um, at the University of Arlington. I don't know if I had said that. Mm Mm-hmm. Essentially gives the 10 reasons why. And number 10, lists organize items in a social way. Essentially saying it, you know, by making these lists public, media groups add to the second function, which is determining some public opinion of celebrity, a hot toy, or a potential candidate. Which is true. You kind of set the agenda whenever you have a list. Yeah, I mean, it, it's an easy way to run down your uh, the main points of whatever you're talking about or the main, uh, the, the big things, you know? It's a big and, 10. And let's be honest with you, that's why we created Next. Of course. We took it up to New York and Free FM. All of these reasons, mm-hmm. we thought if we could apply this to the radio, we would have had radio gold, and we still believe it. Uh, number nine, lists allow love it or leave it decisions. Where uh, essentially, if halfway through the list people see something that they don't agree with, or they don't agree with the choice, the disagreements are just ignored, and people remember the items that apply and just leave the ones they disagree with behind. Or they'll be, or if like the most of it they don't agree with, this is bullshit. And you, they, you get you get involved in the list, you but know. You, you have an opinion. Yeah, exactly. Number eight, lists give guidelines. Um, Essentially, you're going to know exactly how long, you know, the story is. Yeah, you, it, it's very easy to follow along with. I mean, it's... Yeah. And that was one of the reasons why we did with Next. It's like, okay, I might not like story number 10 because they're talking about lists on a list show. But number nine, what are they going to be talking about? Uh, number seven, list inspired discovery of other unlisted items. You know, yeah, that, that's a big thing too. If I see a top 10 list of, I don't know. Uh, anything and it's something that if the title describes me I'll I'll look at that 
just to find out other things in that category that I might be into. Like if it's uh, some certain kinds of movies, top 10 horror movies or something like that, and if there's one on there that I've never heard of or seen before, I'd be pretty inclined to go out and check that out. Lists provide topics for discussion. Very easy to talk about a mm-hmm. list because you can get people arguing. It's a easy rile-up thing. Pro- lists provide, number five, provide arbitrary ranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, for better or worse, but again, it leads into the idea of... It's organized. Of, uh, exactly. Number four, lists give the impression of a survey. Yeah, everybody thinks there's some legitimacy to it because it's a list, but really it's just one douchebag putting it together and you guys take it as, uh, yeah, this is law. Right. For some reason, something makes the number one. Yeah, that's the number one thing. When in all actuality, it's Hefe just thinking, all right, what do we have the least on? Mm-hmm. And that'll be number three. Uh, <laughs> number three, lists give the impression of credibility. Yep. I don't know why, but it's so true. It's like, all right, normally I wouldn't give a fuck what these guys are talking about on the radio. But there's a, they, they put it into a list form, and you know, number one has to have some kind of... Uh, some kind of credibility behind it. Yeah, there's a reason why the Omaha shooting was number eight. I got to find out when number two was going to be, if that was number eight. Number two, lists provide commonality, which is uh, which true because a lot of times, other than the format of the, you know, of like the show, mm-hmm. you know, there's usually, all right, there's something there. I can either immediately you look at the list, it's like, all right, this is something I'm going to give a fuck about, or if it's, you know, top 10. Getting dressed in the morning tips, I could give two shits. But I don't if it, know, I'd be into that list. But if it's top two shits, mm-hmm. but if it's top ten chicks who want you to fuck their asshole, then yeah, that's a fucking list I can get behind. Really, they want me to fuck her asshole. List uh, number one: lists require little effort on the reader's behalf. It's very easy to skim. You can skim a list and pick and choose where you grab your information from and, with a list. And that was the biggest reason why we decided on the next format because with the way radio Two. is nowadays it, well there's that but there's also the idea of it we have to have something that is easy for people to follow along and to. you know if people say i'm not into this story they don't have to really listen to it but they know something they could be into maybe coming up next and that was the biggest reason for fucking putting it together and once again we're fucking visionaries and we could have saved free fm new york i'm gonna say it now and we could have saved the free FM format, but no, no one else had fucking vision, and no one else thinks, hey, you know what? This could work in the morning. When it could, it's fucking perfect, you motherfuckers. There's lists as to why this fucking list shows great. Get it through your fucking non-visionary head. Next, next, next story number nine. Astronauts test sex in space. <laughs> I love how you just changed fucking streams. I don't edit this, really. And, uh, yeah, Hefe went from that mad to that calm with just a with just a little uh, imager. With a little transition of eight <laughs> seconds. I got it out. What do you want me to do? U.S. and Russian astronauts have had sex in space for separate research programs on how human beings might survive years in orbit. According to a book published this week, the issue of sex in space is a serious one. Uh, they plan. They had married couples uh, missions for International Space Station. They were confidential. They were videotaped, uh, but they were. But NASA was only given the censored version, so they got the fucking scrambled porn version. You know what I mean? <laughs> like when you're a kid. 
uh, as it turns out, they simulated 10 posi- 20 positions were tested by the computer simulation to obtain the 10 best, and only four were possible without mechanical assistance. I, I imagine the, uh, the pull method in space would be very dangerous. You pull out, you shoot it, that thing's floating right up towards your face, and you're just dodging it. That's the whole thing I'd want to see. I want like what, you want to see your nut just floating well, there. I'm an oozer, so Ugh. yeah, it's really awful. Um, but I'd love to see like fucking Peter North. That motherfucker's got some blast. I'd love to. Like, oh, I've got blast. I can go eight feet. I don't care. I I want to see that like just go and keep going. And it, it almost looks. It would look cool. It'd be like Haley's comet, just fucking just gliding along. It's yeah. the Milky Way right just, there. Just. You know, there it is. It's just cum flying along through space. You're thinking way too much about cum. But you, that's not, like, think about, too, like, lubrication. All right, you know how sometimes, and you've probably never had this, where shit gets so wet, (laughs) and it's just, like, it's everywhere. But does that mean, like, that booty juice is going to, like, start floating up toward Uh, your face? I I don't know why. That really disgusted me when you called it booty juice. I got a taste in my mouth from just that that description of booty juice. Well, you're thinking about your sister and when it it smelled like pennies. (laughs) And that's what it is. And there are just bloodlet drops. Get back on the microphone. I had to knock away the mic because of that. Yes, uh... My sister and my mom had smell a... smell like rusted nails. <laughs> yeah, they definitely had a scent when it was that time. It really was a thick, uh, I don't know, old barn smell when they would have that time of the month. Yeah, and uh, bringing that up in any kind of sexual conversation makes me impotent. Could you have sex in a scientific setting? Yeah, without a doubt. I'd have problems with performing. Like You, I don't, ha- you I don't, have that. You can't... I, I'm not good under pressure. Like, I'm really even kind of worried about going on the cruise because there's going to be a lot of pressure to fuck while we're on the cruise. And I don't like the pressure of fucking. I just want to be able to do it. Just do it then. Why are you putting all this pressure on yourself? That's that's Listen, self-made pressure. When your chick's, like, when she has to have your cock, and again, it's something you don't know about, but when they got to have that's you. That's true. I haven't had uh, a chick just need it in a while. Like, when she just craves it. Like, you can see her salivating over it. I see your cat salivating over it like you've trained them into thinking it's some kind of fucking gay scratching post. Whatever, mister, I fucking cut myself with my claw. Are we sure that wasn't your fucking dog's claws who you never get clipped? I don't even want to hear it. If you want to get in my... Somehow we talked about space sex and now we're talking about my dog's claws. I can't cut my dog's claws because she freaks out. She goes crazy. I, um... I think you don't love your animal, and you want her to... Because th- you know how she... Uh, just really quickly, and I'm going to report you to the ASPCA. Dubs just lets them break off as she's walking on the concrete. <laughs> I don't let them break off. They've never broken off. I let them file down. I try to walk around a lot of concrete, so she files them You're down such herself. such an asshole. <laughs> Next. Next. Story number eight. number eight. Suburban sex parties draw complaints. Uh, there was, it's Duncanville, Texas, which is right next to Grand Prairie, Texas, where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And this guy had a split level home and they had a group sex room attracts as many as a hundred people for a swinging party. just in a regular old neighborhood, uh, sometimes featuring naked twister nights. Well, you remember we had these people on our show before. I think it was, uh, the Florida Mandingo 
club. Yeah. And they would have these sex parties that would, and we were, who was invited? I think it was Matt Albert invited to it because he was a black man. And it was black men having sex with white women. But they did all this in a really nice beach neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they were going through a whole legal thing with uh, complaints and everything about them filming all these porns and everything in a regular home. Right. And that is to, I mean, I can understand, like, you're just fucking hanging out and then all of a sudden there are a hundred people at some party. And it's not bad enough, you know, when a hundred people are gathered at some place, but then they're all getting together just to swap fluids. You know, it's just something that pisses you off a little bit more about that. Well, I mean... I think it should be just like, uh, you know, when you're having a Super Bowl party, you know it's going to be loud. You know it's going to be, you know, crazy. So just to keep the cops off your back, you ask the neighbors if they want to join. You may not like them a whole lot. You may not like, you know, their their style, but at least they feel invited. No, and there's no doubt about that. The other thing, too, or what's the allure of Naked Twister, you know? I've never wanted to play it. And there was a whole story, I think it was like three or four weeks ago, of that dude uh, getting arrested, I think it was in Australia, for playing Naked Twister with his two stepdaughters. I just don't understand it. I, I don't. Maybe, maybe that's a great pickup line for hacks. You know, where all right, I've heard this work before, so I'm going to give it a try. It's a, it's that it, old chestnut of a bit. It does sound like something like you always like think about. Like I guess because when you're a kid and you want to be with chicks and you're like, dude, want to play Naked Twister? Want to play strip poker? If we were kiss, uh, spin the bottle. Yeah, and it's like want to kiss my balls, and you know, and you're new. You're thinking this would be so much better if we're nude, or you know what I mean. But what what was your worst pickup line on a chick that just got shot down, and you never like, yeah, I don't know. You just felt embarrassed about it. If you and you still think back to it and get a douche chill. I'll I'll be perfectly honest with you. I never, I just, I never used a pickup line, but I just, I go back to when I would write fucking those just creepy letters to girls about how much uh, I was perfect for them. You know what I mean? Like that, I mean, that to me is like the ultimate douche chill. My biggest douche chill one, I think I was in like the seventh grade. All right. And fall came back around, so we're going back to school. And I went up to this really hot chick that I had a crush on. And I repeated word for word what she wrote in my yearbook to her and i'm like i remember do you <laughs> and oh i was looked at like a rapist oh, what, well, you because are. i was just sitting there all summer rereading have a great summer and her name signed underneath it and i thought for some reason me being able to recite word for word what she wrote would really impress her. Oh my god! How little did you fucking realize? Yeah, I was I was naive as shit, and uh, yeah, she looked at me like I was a complete creep, and I was crushed for the whole year. I couldn't I couldn't gain any traction anywhere the whole year. Yeah, of course. I th- everyone would be laughing at you. I would. I mean, it would just, it would just be constant. Yes. This, uh, wow. Now, I, now, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, there were times where I'd fucking sit there and I'd be looking at the yearbook thinking, what does this mean? Like, you analyze it, you yeah, know? And I, but well, you don't ever fucking go up and just repeat. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, I, that's not good enough. <laughs> you're looking at me like I've disappointed you. How old I was, you? I was 
fucking 12 or 13. Dude, come on. You got to know better than that at that point. So when did you rape her? Two years later. Shut it, up. it festered in my mind, and I had to just to fucking come Dude, in. Dude, I would have fucking... <laughs> I, you're an asshole. I'd have just fucking moved. Seriously. Really, I didn't want to go back to school for like three weeks. I was fearing because my locker wasn't very far away from hers. So I had to p- cross her, you know, a lot. So I would actually, a lot of times, walk the long way around the school just so I didn't have to walk by her again and feel her staring at me like, this guy's a fucking creep. Dude, when chicks turned me down, I became an asshole to them. Like, I'd, I'd give them shit. You know what I mean? Like, even if they were really good friends, I'd just give them shit all the time. I couldn't do it because I knew I was in the wrong. Right after I did that, I knew. I was like, wow, I'm a creep. Oh, you're more than a creep. You're a bona fide fucking rapist, John Mark Carr, fucking... You know what you are? You, who's that? Mo- Tom, uh, Foley. Uh, Representative Foley. Who's Axel? Just, no, not Axel. The Dave. other one. That wasn't Dave. <laughs> what? All right, move on, you fucking ass. Next. Next. Next story, number seven. Gay rumors eclipse Condi's glory moment. It should have been Condoleezza Rice's finest hour, Secretary of State. At last, President Bush was hosting a Middle East peace conference. She had been struggling to organize for months. Yet, when Rice's photograph appeared on the front page of America's best-selling weekly paper last week, it had nothing to do with peacemaking efforts. She's been dragged into the National Enquirer article headlined, Who's Gay and Who's Not? Do you think she's gay? Yes. Why? Her teeth. And that's no bullshit. Because if she was a chick... Like like a chick who cared mm-hmm. about like dudes and what guys thought about her, she would have gotten those fixed a long time ago. Right, yeah, it's she not has a lack the of money. Yeah. yeah, she has the cash. I think it's almost like her. It's like her freak flag. Like insert clit here. <laughs> and she's just sliding the clit in between those that gap yes. there. Yeah, I mean, and working with her tongue like it's a speed bag. Yeah, exactly. No doubt about it. Because Dave Letterman, he's a dude. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because he's trying to get chicks. And same thing with Condi. And, I, and I'm not, like, running a bit. I really believe that. Well, I, I, I've i always kind of suspected that woman. I, I mean, any woman of that age, she can find another successful man that would like to be with her. I mean, it, it, it's not from a lack of her being having options. She has options of dudes out there if she wanted them. She just doesn't want it. Yeah, and it's one of those things, well, I'm too busy. You know, I couldn't have a relationship. I'm too busy. Bullshit. That's not true. I mean, what if you you, you make think, time to get ass? Do you think, uh, just like many of the presidents of uh, that we've had, that she's sending Secret Service out to K Street to pick up hookers for? I'm not gonna go. I'll say this about Connie Rice: she seems like a classy woman. I mean, she really does seem like a classy woman. So. Oh yeah, she wouldn't go down on them. No, but I'm. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, uh, she would. She would save that for someone she loves. But I, I think she. All right, I don't want to. All right, not. Nah, <laughs> fuck it. Other people got in trouble, and I know it's a podcast, and we're not held any standards. But still, Condi's off limits. Stories. Story number six. An Orlando parent said she was appalled when her nine-year-old nine-year-old daughter brought home a report card uh, cover. And it contained an advertisement for McDonald's promising free Happy Meals for good grades, attendance, and behavior. Her complaint prompted the Boston Child Advocacy Group campaign for a commercial-free childhood to demand 
that McDonald's immediately stopped the report card advertising in the Florida school system. Yeah, this is kind of shocking that they would uh, act. And I've had restaurants in my town and other people, you know, try to, I don't know, uh, boost their business by uh, giving free things to people with good grades. I've never heard of an actual advertisement menu being stapled to a report card and actually uh, teachers having to actually do this. They're handed this probably by the principal or whoever saying, hey, put these on each of your uh, report cards and send this home. Uh, so the teachers are taking time out of their day to staple these to whatever. Um, I find it a little bit appalling that that's going on. I don't mind if McDonald's is giving out free Happy Meals for good grades, but just display it on your, uh, on your sign outside. Don't be putting a big Big Mac picture on their, on their report card. Parents have no fucking shot at warding off a McDonald's. No, they, it, it's just too tough. There's, I mean, it, they're being bombarded uh, as far as television goes. It's on the radio, and now it's infiltrating the schools. But he, here's the thing. These parents have to take them there, you know? It, 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 if you don't want your kids to have McDonald's, just don't take them there. I mean, it, it, if you... You it, can't, because they... Remember, it was even in uh, Super Size Me, where fucking parents, like, they purposely... I, don't, I think it was Super Size Me, if not, it was the corporation, where p- kids, like, the whole idea, corporations try to get their parents, uh, try to get the kids to nag the parents. Yeah. Because the more Slap the parents that are nagged... the face. Doesn't, you can't do that anymore. Fucking liberals. Whatever. Those fucking sissy fruit liberals that can't hit your kid anymore. But, I mean, honestly, I think McDonald's is a product of lazy parenting where they don't want to cook a meal for their kids anymore. They don't want to. But listen, they, that's, they, they, they can you know get rid of them for an hour by sending them to the ball pit. That's part of it. But here's the thing. I now work like what a real person would work, mm-hmm. you know, a nine to five or actually five, more than that. But whatever. I understand because the last thing I want to do when I get home is even fucking feed my cats. So if there was fast food for cats, if it wasn't already any easier, you just open up a can. I get it, man. I, there's Here's the thing, though. I mean, I don't know if you've ever, I'm, I'm sure you have, tried to stop at a uh, drive-thru at the time me and you both come home from work. I've tried to. It's impossible. I would rather just go home and cook at this point because it's not fast food anymore. You have to sit in that fucking line for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's so. I mean, it, it, it's really not a time saver anymore. It it's more of by habit, more than anything else. Now, what really pisses me off about this whole Happy Meal thing is they had little slogans to go wrong, along with the advertisement. Mm-hmm. Uh, high grades gets you high cholesterol. It was one of them on there, and they're they're rotating, of course. Going to class gets you a big ass. It's fucking scary that, again, these corporations have infiltrated the schools. And, like, I remember you being looked down upon if you got into the regular food line mm-hmm. and you didn't go buy the fucking taquitos or the Pizza Hut pizza or the fucking Taco Bell, like, tacos. And if you were in the regular line with the stuff that was quote-unquote good for you, you were a loser poor douche. Uh, I actually like the regular food better. 
for some reason. I love those yeah, fucking chicken was, nuggets. Yeah, it was healthy. I mean, uh, even, I mean, it's not healthy, healthy, no. but yeah. I love those fucking rolls they had. The rolls, school rolls were the shit. And uh, the fucking I, cinnamon, uh, or the fucking cinnamon. Dude, you want to know I'm a fucking fat kid? Seventh grade. Did you put chicken nuggets in cinnamon rolls? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'd have like two sprites and these fucking huge ass. I mean, they were yeah, they were they're the big. size of a fucking the, the, a the retarded man's face. head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, easily. And they were so good. And goddamn, if I ain't gonna get one on the way home, Jesus Christ, I want one bad. Next Talk about cock? story number five. We just mentioned it. Supersize me. Has Morgan Spurlock found Osama bin Laden? Spurlock has finished his new movie, War in the World is Osama bin Laden, in which he sets out to do what the United States government has failed to do, find Osama. The Weinstein Company bought the thing after seeing only 15 minutes of it at the Berlin Film Festival. And here's where it gets really interesting. Rumor has it that Spurlock actually found Osama bin Laden. That will be... Amazing. That will be the biggest thing that's happened in this country in years. The film's director of photography told Slash Film that Morgan definitely got the Holy Grail. For now, everyone around the production is keeping things locked down. But they showed it, or did they just show like a piece of it at this film festival? They didn't. They didn't. Sh- they didn't even end up showing the whole thing. I, I don't know what happened. I'll be because part- someone saw the the Weinstein brothers saw the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. So they must have shown part of it, but they probably aren't giving away the ending yet. And if they aren't giving away the ending yet, probably means they got them. Because yeah. they don't want anybody to see this until they're paying. Dude, if Spurlock finds Osama bin Laden, do we assume the government is not even trying? Yeah, well, this guy, it's not like he is some great bounty hunter or some great, you know, uh, I don't know, explorer. He's a guy who made a video about McDonald's and he was able to go out there and find Osama. If this is true, he was able to go out there and just find him because I don't know. He wanted to uh, make a movie. Will this be the biggest documentary ever? Will it beat uh, Michael Moore? Oh yeah. Yeah. He will take Michael Moore's spot as the king of, uh, of documentaries. If rumor gets out that he actually gets this and he found him, what are the chances that this is the biggest movie of all time? Or do you think people don't care that much? Oh, people care. There's no way people can't care. Yes, I, there is. There's plenty they, of no, way. No, they line up in droves just to watch this fucker give out one of his little things on the news. I don't think it's Morgan Spurlock who's going to be drawing people. It's going to be Osama bin Laden. If, He's the new if, Tom Cruise? <laughs> yes. If, if he can keep this under wraps and really promote it correctly... It will be the biggest movie. We have a hideout, our next download, or whatever the fuck we want to call it right now, since we're doing Next Cast 14 of the stuff we didn't get to in the hideout. Of it is a. Um, do you see it where there are like some Pakistanis who don't believe that Osama is real? Mm-hmm. You got that one? Yeah. All right, let's play that one for you really quickly. And this is a podcast. Next download. Who is Osama bin Laden? He's, a, he's just a character created by America. Well, actually, 98% of Pakistan would probably fall along, those, along the same line. They believe that Osama is basically a CIA agent who is working undercover to uh, put a bad image of Islam. Really? 
so that there is no really, there is no Osama bin Laden. A lot of them find it difficult to believe that such Muslims could actually exist. We could all drive an hour from where we are right now and find many, many people who stand by what Osama bin Laden says in the spirit of Islam. To be quite honest, that's a very marginalized uh, section of Pakistani society. Islam extremism that you find here uh, did, not, did not really exist in Pakistan pre-9-11 or uh, pre-the Musharraf government. What do you think? Whatever, I just want Parliament lights and go. <laughs> That's bullshit. Osama bin Laden is a real person. He was a real person when he was, uh, you know, uh, bombing uh, Israeli places when he was uh, putting all this stuff together before he took down the Twin Towers. He was a real person then. He's a real person now. I don't. I don't think he has. I think we gave him a lot of his power. I think he wields a lot more power because of how much uh, fanfare we give him. But he is not a made-up person. He's not a CIA operative. He's nothing like that. He is a real person. These people are just pissed off that their religion is filled with some crazies. I, I mean, how do we know? Wouldn't like Pakistanis have a better idea of this dude's real than we do? No. He's over there. He's allegedly hiding there. Don't you just think? Just because a couple douchebag kids think that uh, he's not real, I'm supposed to believe them. It, it, he's been he's been authenticized by everybody over there. It's not, there's not one. Even the Iranian president who hates us isn't going around saying Osama bin Laden is not real. He said the Holocaust wasn't real. Well, that's true. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> Next. Next story number five. Next. We're on five or four. We're on four. Four. Next. <laughs> story number four. 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 World of Warcraft saves boy from moose attack. Wow. Kids twelve, sisters ten, and they stood eye to eye with a moose as they were walking to school. Moose attacks, knocks the kid on his back. He decides he's going to lay there and play dead. And the moose ends up going away. The idea of playing dead he got from World of Warcraft. When you reach level 30, you learn a trick called fake death. That's what I did. Well, don't worry. You're going to experience real death when you're 30 because of you sitting on your fat ass and eating french fries and playing World of Warcraft, you fucking loser. I laid there as I was dead and then the moose lost interest. Says the brave twelve-year-old. See, that's what I. Uh, that's what you know. World Warcraft's gonna hurt some people because when you do that during rape, it doesn't work. Actually, it turns on the guy more. You're such an ass. I. Uh, it's it's you just can't play possum during rape, girl. It's funny how this fucking like. Oh wow, here he is. This kid learned something. You know what I mean from World of Warcraft. Yeah, this is the, the this the is that little play dead spell. Yeah, this this is the the uh, little um. The one little uh, kind of yeah nugget that people are going to use to kind of legitimize World of Warcraft being healthy for the mind mm. or video games being healthy for the mind. I'm not against video games. I like them. I play them, but I don't get anything redeeming out of them. I get relaxation out of them. That's it. I'm not learning anything from Madden. Well, that's not true. You got to be learning some stuff from Madden, like going for it on fourth down is great. <laughs> Why are you doing it, fucking Marinelli? 
or the fucking assholes that just play NBA Live and I'm just going to shoot threes all the time and then I'll just get hot and on a roll and win. Like the fucking Golden Straight Warriors. See, it really happens, though. That was crazy. That was like fucking watching a video game. And I just wanted to hit reset on the whole fucking series. Mushrooms give you powers. I learned that from fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Super Mario Brothers. Story number three. Next. This is a hideout next to download with Deborah LaFave. Back in the news. This is the chick who, what, had sex with a, she's a hot blonde, you mm-hmm. know? In Florida, had sex with one of her students, correct? Yeah, well, that was the original story. She had sex with a 14-year-old boy. Um, and the chick is hot. I yeah, mean, like, she's sexy as, as shit. Especially concerning like where teachers are, you know? We have a download for this? Yes, it is in the probably the next cast folder uh, under news audio. I'd separated a whole bunch of them I'm out. There was that. way too much there. And now she just got in trouble again, right? For what? Yeah, she got in trouble this time for having intimate conversations with a uh, with a girl that she worked with at a diner here in Tampa. Uh, now she doesn't even work at that place anymore. She works at her uh, mother's salon, sweeping floors. Uh, yeah, and so she had longstanding uh, conversations, personal conversations with a 17-year-old girl. Where it was just a coworker. That that's what the Deborah and her uh, her lawyer are saying. It's just a coworker. There's nothing sexual going on. They were just talking about life, like a lot of coworkers do. And then she got in trouble for it. You said you were looking for a date, dude. Right. You gotta hit this Lafave while we're here in Tampa. Too old. Next download. You're shaving like a fucking prepubescent boy. Deborah LaFave's probation officer keeps detailed notes. We now know the officer interviews a 17-year-old female mm-hmm. co-worker LaFave worked with at a Ruskin restaurant on Monday. The teen stated they spoke about specific sexual acts with their boyfriends. The minor also told this officer that LaFave told her that their conversations caused her to blank recently because they should not be talking. During that interview, the miner's mother stated about? she was a... Caused her to blank because they should not be talking. What's back. that blank? Fill in that blank. Her ...that their conversations caused her to blank recently because they should not be talking. Come? No, but that didn't make sense within the context that they should not be talking. Well, maybe maybe that excites her that they should not be talking, so it made her. Oh, I get. I mean, that was my original thought, but bake. I don't know. Made her. I don't know. But that Lafave told her that their conversations caused her to blank recently because they should not be talking. Don't During that blank. interview, the miner's no. mother stated she was aware of Lefebvre's sex offender status, but was not aware of the conversations. Lefebvre was arrested the next day for a probation violation. That's her on surveillance video, walking into jail in the pink shirt and blue jeans. The 27-year-old is not to have any unsupervised conversations with minors. As for the notes, they go back a couple of years when she started serving her house arrest sentence for having sex with a 14-year-old student. And they reveal some interesting dates in Lefebvre's life. Pause On November 29th, 2006... I mean, like, no bullshit. Could you imagine if you're in fucking high school and the hottest fucking chick in the school is a teacher? And she fucks you. 
And she want like she fucking she has to have you. It happened in my school. The hottest chick was Mrs. Wright, and she fucked my friend. And my other friend ratted him out because he wanted a good grade. Fucking what a, cock blocker. What a, what a dickhead, man. I mean, that's so fucking uncool. But like, but like seriously, like, how great is that sex? Like, just the whole naughty aspect to it, and it's yeah, so you, wrong. Everybody knows it's wrong. Everybody involved knows it's wrong. And it makes you fucking squirt. A man claiming to be a professional photographer called the Faves probation officer saying he wants her to pose in a bikini with motorcycles for a calendar shoot. The DOC says that photo shoot at never her, happened. I was looking at her pictures though. You know what I mean? And she like I don't she's not that old. She's like what, twenty something? Twenty seven. She's twenty seven really? Mm-hmm. She seems like like you would look at her and her pussy would be frowning. Just because she's gone through so much stuff in life, like it would have one of those fucking... Looks like a sad dog. Yeah, like one of the fucking... It's all kind of hanging there. Yeah, like it's just sad. It's just been it's been beaten down. Yeah, like it was a happy pussy at one point. <laughs> and we've turned it into this poor little sad fucking... Withered... Almost pussy. Yeah. Then this... Year... Take away this pussy's livelihood. Here in April, Lefebvre told the officer she is working on blank doing autobiography. Later that month, Lefebvre stated had Shit. numerous reporters calling today Come. as she was mentioned in <laughs> letters by Killer in Virginia Tech tragedy. A few months later, Lefebvre stated a registered sex offender wrote her a letter. She stated he is an ex-deputy. He wrote a letter asking for friendship. She respectfully asked that he not write her any more letters. From Justin Lee Johnson and at Yahoo.com. notes will continue on for another year as Lefebvre finishes serving her house arrest. In the newsroom, Josh Rojas, Bay News 9. Thanks, Josh. You blank. What the fuck, man? Yeah, what was the little blanks? Just change it to something usable. What are we in the third grade? Just write expletive. Ex- or, you know, another word for crap. Another word for semen. Well, you can't say that. Why not? Because you're apparently you're not supposed to know the context. Let's get back fuck to that. this girl's sad pussy. Because it's something that I want to talk about. We're here in Tampa, dude. What do you know where that fucking salon is? Like where you could go over there? Um, I'm sure I can find out. Why don't you, man? I'll find out. Why don't you be like, hey, I'm Dubs, and I'll just listen. Go there and get my nails done every day. Yeah, and I'm I'm probably too old for you, but I don't give a fuck. I'm here to eat your box, eat your sad, sad box. <laughs> I want to make your pussy smile, baby. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Next two story number two. And there's something about when a pussy's smiling at you, though. Like it's just it's there. Yeah, because it's you've been you, you've been with sad pussies in your life, and then you've been in that's usually your married pussy, mm-hmm. and then you've been with happy pussies, which is your side pussy. <laughs> you just see that thing happier there. No, it's so fucking awesome. Uh, actually, this kind of ties in. You know about this story. Tell me about this one. This is the, I forgot you don't have the list in front of you, uh, the American Idol chick. Ah, yes. Jessica Sierra, I believe her name is. Uh, Never heard of her. She was a top 10 finalist in, um, in American Idol. What is that? Is that where they dance? <laughs> no, it's where they sing. They sing karaoke on TV and people that's line up they, in droves. That's where they stop the music, right? <laughs> no, and no. you have to like, finish sing it? bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Sounds awful. It is. It's kind of. It's kind of terrible. It's made by some hack uh, intern. 
Um, but yeah, the this girl, she's been kind of a party girl. She went to, uh, uh, she just recently got out of rehab, which they're making to a reality show uh, on VH1. Dr. Drew is doing a rehab show and Jessica Sierra is part of the rehab show. And she just got out and she's partying here in Tampa and gets busted um, in Ybor City, which in Tampa is a very much a party town. It's the, it's the party part. Yeah, it's, a, it's the party strip of Tampa. So she gets busted for uh, fighting with a friend or, a, or someone, you know, getting into a fist fight and then uh, charged with public intoxication as well as offering sexual favors to the cops to let her go while using racial slurs on the cops. Whoa, explain this. Well, I guess she was um, yelling at the cops to let her go, calling them, you know, and... Really? I, that, that's what I'm led to believe. Um, and then she uh, offers sexual favors while in the car when she when the reality's hitting her. You know, when, when the uh, booze wears off a little bit and the reality is that you're sitting in the back of a cop car with... Uh, with handcuffs on, oh shit, I've been in this position before, I'm going to be in real trouble, I'll blow you to get out of this. And then that all got logged in there too. And this girl's pretty hot. She doesn't look that hot in her mug shots because, you know, it's a night of horror and Ebor. Right. Um, but yeah, so she calls her aunt, well, she calls her her home later that day and we got the next download for that. Her aunt answers the phone. And it's kind of a cunt to her. Next download. Hey. Hey. All right. So you're going to settle in now? I guess so. Have you talked to my dad? Huh? Have you talked to my dad? Your dad's not talking to anybody. Why? Because he's livid. Why? Because, Jess. I need somebody to call my attorney. You need someone to call your attorney? Yeah, I need somebody to call my attorney. Well, we'll, we'll definitely put in a call to your attorney, but I'm sure he already knows. I'm sure he does too, but I need somebody to talk to him so he's on court in court on like. Two uh, a little side note: this attorney also uh, covers Deborah LaFave, <laughs> so this guy he's busy with his with his uh, people right now. I uh, I didn't do nothing, so well, that's not necessarily what really happened. I don't know what they say happened. They're trying well, to arrest. You need to. You need to start caring. Why do I need to care about them trying to arrest me for? In- I don't even know what they arrested me for. They're fighting. They're fighting and, and, and... I didn't get into no fight. You got into a fight oh, with Danielle, wow. honey. I got like, stuck on You did. Oh, my God. And she looked. I've been talking to Danielle. They arrested me because they said that I was public intoxication. Right. That's bullshit. I was an Ebor. Yeah. Everybody's intoxicated in Ebor. Well, you're them. supposed to be. And you're not supposed to be having a fight. I didn't so fight nobody but the police. A little stupid. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I don't know, Jeff. You know, I can't say what I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I'm sorry this is happening. I'm talking. Okay. But you need to call your... All right, they're going to make me get off the phone. All right, call your... All right. Your police. All right. Call your attorney. <laughs> so this girl's just a brat for the most part. Dude, she's a hood rat, man. Yeah. and I mean, She's that, for real, like a fucking female dirt stash. Well... Her she, little sad pussy is a dirt stash. <laughs> <laughs> it has that little Hitler mustache, but it's kind of just stubbly. No, not even stubbly. Like it's kind of too long, <laughs> you know. It's just not. Well, quite it's right. stubbly in parts, and then it's long and right. thin in other parts. It's like head hair. 
<laughs> right. Wow, that's fucking. Uh... <sighs> but she is kind of right. You can't. Get, I I can't stand it when people get arrested for public intoxication in a bar strip area because most people are intoxicated. Yeah. You know, um. So I don't I don't understand that. But if she was fighting, and then I love her line, I wasn't fighting no one but the cops. <laughs> like, that's better. What's also kind of funny to me, too, is, like, Florida. Mm. And it's just, it's this, and I know people, like, who listen to us in Florida get mad when we talk about it, but come on, you know. You know, you, they, this just, place is a joke around the country. I was, because I, I, my job where I'm at now is in Clearwater, mm-hmm. and, like, everyone I meet there, I'm like, you're running from something. Somewhere else in this nation, or maybe this world, Someone is trying to find you because you did something or you owe them something. You know, like yep. like I go to the like this one circle. Here in Vegas are the same ways, you know. Like there's this one fucking like Circle K that I go to, and there's always a new person working there. And every <laughs> single time, I'm like, "Who did you wrong that you said I got to get a new start and I'm going to fucking Tampa?" And it, it's just always mm-hmm. it's that. And I'm like, "Why the fuck am I? I'm and I'm stuck here now because." We have the studios here, yep. but if I could have some studios in another town, I would get the fuck out. Next. Number one. Nummerzeichen eins. Numero uno. Numero one. The number one story. I know that might piss off from some friends, but dude, you gotta know it. It's mm-hmm. gotta be so fucking evident to you. All right, J-Dubs, the number one story isn't even really a story at all, but it's something we couldn't even begin to talk about on WJFK. I mean, we could have. But it wouldn't have been nearly as fun. And that is someone sent you a Craigslist ad. Yes, uh, Giant Judo Brian, uh, one of our, our good buddies. I believe he's going to come in and help out next week as well. All a right. little bit behind the scenes. Um, yes, he uh, he sent me a Craigslist ad. I believe it's from Kansas. And I don't know how he found this thing, but he did, and he sent it to me. <laughs> it's of a guy who... Uh, he was looking for straight dudes to jack off with in tornadoes. <laughs> Bit. I don't think so. And if you go on Craigslist a lot and look around on there, there's a lot of freaks on there looking for stuff. Let me read this to you. 59-year-old retired man. Uh, wait, yeah. 59-year-old retired man looking for discreet bud to regularly meet for J-O only. Straight guys only, no gay stuff. Harry A plus on stomach and chest, but please be clean shaven down there. The twist is that I want a bud to come live with me during storm season so we can go outside and J.O. during tornadoes. <laughs> My ultimate fantasy is to have us tied with leather belts and pipes like Helen Hunt and Bill, ba- Bit, Bill Paxton dude, come on. in the end of the movie Twister and have our feet sucked up into the vortex while we're while we're doing that we can J.O. to climax to the vortex. <laughs> Obviously this is impossible and dangerous to attempt so I would be okay with just J.O.ing and looking at the tornado. <laughs> Let's meet up and find out if you are the regular J.O. bud I need for the job. Please reply with uh, face and dick pics if you're man enough. 
And if you see this guy, he's just laying there naked on his twin-size bed. And then he has a picture next to it of Twister and that uh, fucking stupid truck driving away from it. Okay, so if when I'm on the cruise Mm -hmm. and you and giant Judo Brian are blowing each other here in the control room... No, it's no tornadoes. If it's it's hurricane season, I would worry about that, but... I mean, come on. No, this is actually in Houston. It wasn't in Kansas. It was in Houston. The the, the city of Bullshit. your mother. Bullshit. Yep. Location, Houston. Is that my little brother? <laughs> no, it's it's Joe. <laughs> oh, that's my stepdad, you motherfucker. Take us out on that note, you dickhead. I'm exhausted. Me too. I'm tired. I don't know if you guys felt it in this next cast. Next. Next. On the next episode... We'll do stuff. I didn't think this was bad. No, so not at all. That was good. Well, I'm ready to get started on our next project. What's our next project? Oh, the other one that we're doing? Mm-hmm. Our third radio show today? Yep. I'm not interested. I think I'm going to go home. No. You can do it Monday if you want to. No, we'll do it tonight. All right, I there it was. Going home. I know, I fucking want to go home so bad. Maybe we'll just go piss and walk around for two minutes. It's not going to take us that long. Okay. Sorry, you guys have no idea what we're talking about. Enjoy that. We, could, we should be having this off the, the air, but whatever. Yeah. It, it Time's does, a waste, my friends. It does feel like we're off the air. I literally fucking surfed the internet the whole time we were doing that. <laughs> like, the whole time. I'm just, like, on my chick's MySpace and looking who her fucking new redheaded friend is and thinking, is that going to be a three-way at Hot. some point? Hot girl? It's a ginger. Come here, look at this real fast. How much time do we have on this? Do not matter? Time? Would you hit that? Oh, shit, yeah. Who is she? I don't know. I guess she works with my chick. Yeah. How about any of those? You like that boy looking dude? No. How about that one? Yeah. How about that one? Yeah. That's the one that was interested in my chick. Yeah. Fuck that, man. Go to Houston for that. That's my stepfather. <laughs> all right, let's go. All right, let's get out of here. Nexthideout.com. Download all the shit. You know all about it. And if they got the download for this, they know where everything is. Sometimes they post it at other places. Like, people share this stuff. They put oh, yeah. it up on Bite other my web- torrent. They put it up on websites and stuff. Bite my so torrent. Fuck. Bite my torrent. Bite my torrent. Next hideout. Motherfuckers try to listen live to the hideout show on JFK so we can get the calls going. Yeah. I mean, they're there, but if you're, listen- there, yeah, if you're listening, you usually have a good take. And we're trying to put together demos, motherfuckers. Help us. It's always good to have calls. We had to preface right. that. Are we out of time? Yeah. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.